I'm a child of the mother. I was born in 1994. How do I start? Poetry prescribed, pen perfectly poised. It was supposed to be you. I've always been shit at math. Was he ever scared? In this poem. Everything I want is already mine. Word Spoken Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to the Word Spoken Podcast, the poetry podcast that brings you the best. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is season two, and it's so exciting to kind of get this thing up and running again, you know, after a couple months off. Um, so a couple of things to kind of note with season two that are kind of be a little bit different uh, than season one, I guess, is... And the fact that all of these episodes are going to be filmed, they're going to be up on YouTube. So if you don't want to just listen to this, you can watch it. So go over to YouTube. You can check out the, the performances, but also the conversation, the entirety of the episode up on their Word Spoken podcast on YouTube. Um, go and check it out. The other thing to kind of take note is we've got a couple of like segments, a couple of features, um, which I hope you guys are going to really enjoy. One of them, um, you'll get the chance if you participate to win your very own word spoken mug, which is, you know, fun for your teas or coffees. And then the other one is called um, Eyes and Ears. And basically, we're going to get some recommendations from our guest, something for your eyes and something for your ears. So, yeah, listen out for those two segments. Other than that, same format as before so we've got sean rivers coming onto the show and trust me this guy is an amazing performer he's a self-defined performance poet above anything else and that is certainly the case we hear three great pieces from him we hear flesh um abandoned and finally drip drip sean is also part of the team that works at chocolate poetry club which is one of the nights i think that is mentioned the most on this show and the reason is because it's a really great night so we get to have a little conversation about that one thing to note is that all three of the pieces that we're going to hear from him today are brand new pieces so if you've seen him perform before in london then you haven't heard these pieces so it's a real treat that he did that for us the first of which is entitled flesh Lord Covid is not my deity. Flesh is my God. Flesh is the Quran. Flesh is the Bhagavad Gita. Flesh is the Bible. Flesh is the Vedas. Flesh is a Vesta. Flesh on my chest. Flesh is the best. Her sweet sweat. My holy water. Drown me in her aura. Crown me. I'm a pauper. King of these streets, bow at her feet, get on one knee, someone, anyone, hold on, cry on me, spit on me, bleed on me, every day in the month, bleed on me at lunch, bleed on me at dinner, bleed for all the sinners, I want the scent of someone else stuck to me all day. No amount of cheap aftershave could ever spray you away. Fuck, fake, phantom, pixelated sex ghost is not flesh. Only flesh is flesh. Flesh relieve the stress. Flesh I do respect. Flesh flushes all the rotten fungus to the foothills of a fortress. Flesh pulls you out the mind-bending vortex. Flesh is better than sex. Flesh is tender. Flesh, I do surrender. So that was Sean Rivers with Flesh, and that was a wonderful, wonderful piece. Sean, thank you very much for coming on to Word Spoken. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, it's a it's it's a sweat box in here. They can't tell that through the screen, obviously, but we should let them know just we how hot it is in here. It is it is basically a sauna in yeah. here right now, isn't it? I quite like it. We're kind of getting hot and sweaty. I told you that's how a lot of artists work as well. I was telling you about you, you um, did just before we started recording. Madonna makes sure that her studio is. Baking hot, like mm. completely. Obviously, hot yoga is a thing as well. But I think I like the creative side being because it's, it's sweating out of you. You know, there's nowhere to sort of get lazy, yeah. and you can't escape it. 
So it could be. I'm all right with it. You know, I'm Maybe okay. With, I'm thing. okay with it, and it's not pissed me off too much. I like reckon it's going to help this podcast flow swimmingly. I think so. Right? Yeah, We're literally swimming in our own sweat. <laughs> literally. So look, mate. Look, this is the first episode of season two, and can I just say straight off the bat, it's a freaking honour to have you down. This is really, really cool. So excited to kind of get you um, on the show. I remember I kind of first asked you about all this prior to the madness that has been the last couple of months. Well, what madness? Sorry, I, I've not been around. I, I missed it. There's something going on. I don't know. I know. I feel like it's kind of a, you like to see it on TV and radio now. It's like the compulsory first question yeah. is how have you been kind of managing. Uh. Time. So, so, so yeah. wait a minute. So, I'm not going to ask that question because <laughs> yeah. that is uh, that's a bit the norm. But I'm going to ask a similar question. Yeah, is um, how have you found uh, being a creative person in a time when mm. everything's being closed? Yeah. So, and I, I, I've got. I'm always honest. However, I also want to be respectful of other people's feelings at a time like this, you know, mm. um, and not be like kind of um, smug or anything shit like that. But at the same time, I've got to be honest, I ne- I've needed a bit of this. I think a lot of people did. But in terms of me, I um, I definitely needed to stay in a bit and um, go and uh, write stuff and um, not talk to people and not go out and not waste energy. I've always needed to focus the mind more. And I sort of thought to myself, well, you've been given an opportunity to do that. Whether it's for a, whether it's a negative or not or whatever we want to go on about, this situation is the situation. So I actually did enjoy the period most of the time. Don't get me wrong; I had a couple of dark moments, um, but predominantly most of it was a, was a positive experience, and I took a lot away from it, which I'm which I'm really tr- trying to uh, hold on to. Mm. as much as you can so like you kind of mentioned there that you were doing a bit of writing did you find it like an easy time to write or was it a kind of challenge to put pen to paper no I did find it an easier time to write yeah it was sort of like um like I say I um I suddenly got excited because okay so most most poets are really skint most creatives in London are skint Mm. okay you've got a few that are financed by mummy and daddy and (laughs) and and, uh, but essentially you know a lot of people in London are, are doing this art form and doing other jobs, uh, and will do that for for a long period of time. And even when you get a higher profile or anything like, that, you're still going to be behind the scenes doing other things, right? Which 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 we don't want to do. Let's be honest. We want to be doing our art twenty four seven. Well, at least I do anyway. So I suddenly got excited by the fact that you know if you were lucky enough, like I say, people were are really fucked up in this period. So if you got some furlough. Right, if you got that, and you're depending on your situation, so I was thinking, okay, well, I've got now a chance to not go and work another job, service job, or whatever, and I can actually just get stay in my room, so not spend anything, and just actually sort of get paid to be a poet, mm. which is which, which is what I've um, always wanted, right? Yeah. So, so that got me excited and I think I um that made the the words flow uh, out um that excitement uh, I know it stifled some people because the pressure was on right yeah, yeah, but I can only sure. talking about me so I I actually sort of enjoy, enjoyed that um moment of mm. oh fuck now hang on a minute I've been waiting for this for a while so let's go better better fucking do it kind of thing so yeah there is there is something that definitely brought me a smile during lockdown, and that is your Instagram page. Mate. Some of your videos you put up are super funny. Thanks, man. They really are. Yeah, and I, I, that is part of me as well. That I thought, you know, um, let's try and uh, make let's try and because I do have a dark sense of humor, and I'm not whatever I do, and I, you know, there was a lot of comedy going on as well, you know, in a, in a fucked up way. There was, and I just thought because I was still speaking to a lot of people, a lot of my mates, and I felt like. Maybe some of my friends needed a bit of a cheering up or at least entertainment or at least to see that I was losing it as well, to share that, which I'm very happy to do. You know, that's that's how I get things out. I share it. If I'm down, I'll share that. If I'm upbeat, I'll share that. It's, I don't see it as only kind of sharing things when you're in a good place. You need to share things when you're in other places as well because mm. that's what it, you know <laughs> no I mean I think you're right the um yeah just I they really did bring a smile good to my good face, good mate. good they, they were that's very good. funny and also I think it, it was just great to see someone as you kind of mentioned actually really putting out perhaps more stuff you were writing more stuff you were doing more stuff 
that was kind of like in my personal case, I actually found it quite hard to write yeah. in that in that time. And I was like kind of inspired from your like energy and like grit cool. during that time and it's really cool so um going back to your kind of writing process i'm really intrigued to know about this because <clears throat> you were someone on the scene that i think in terms of performance literally puts everything into it in a way which not many other people do you like in the live setting you're prancing around the stage you're kind of coming into the audience you you hug people you embrace people you are very much a 4d poet um so how do you come Mm. to start writing a piece Mm. does and and where does the performance element start to come into it well that's i think it's fair to say i definitely am a performance poet i mean in, I identify with that angle more, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't wait to take the words out there. And, and that's, that's, you know, that's my thing really. Um, and when I write it, it I don't really uh, spend a long time um, writing a piece. Uh, I keep, when it, when the idea comes, it flows quite quickly. And um, I'm always sort of um, definitely, definitely always sort of um with the idea of how it can come come across to an audience uh and 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 looking forward to that and and having the flexibility within the poem to um change it depending on the the uh, interaction with the audience um so and yeah that that's um yeah i write very i write i write quite quickly um when the idea comes and usually um don't um adjust it too much or mess around with it um sometimes it if a burst has come and i think there's more to come i'll kind of leave it and, and come back and do a s- second burst but yeah i always am looking forward to the um you know I, there's different there's so there's different styles of everything and i think the spoken word thing is you know it's um we aren't the, the page don't get me wrong my stuff maybe on page it's not not it's it's not amazing or whatever. It's it's not meant. The page is great to read mm. is great, but I think the spoken word is. This is where the spoken word thing comes in. We are designed to be, you know, taking it out there and heard. And and, and heard yeah. For so sure. so so that's that's something I think about. The only time that's changed, and this is this is recently. This is really recently. Is in this period. Um, I had to write differently. Which, which really, this is so, so. How so? Yeah, so, so pre-COVID, all, a lot of my writing was uh, in the back of my mind, actually writing for the audience and seeing the audience and seeing those faces mm. and thinking of lines that could um, piss someone off or, or flirt with someone or, or um, engage with someone. And so that was always there in my head. And then when this happened, I kind of thought to myself, well, you know, it, it suddenly felt like this is again in, in that moment, you know, um, quite dramatic, but it suddenly felt like, you know, there's going to be no live gigs ever again. Um, I'm not going to see anyone again. <laughs> right. Uh, um, and, uh, so, so what, what am I going to do? You know, I've got, I'm, how am I going to write? And I sort of thought, well, guy, don't you, I t- sort of tried to, and maybe it wasn't conscious or uh, it was, maybe it was sub- subconscious, but I may, I maybe explored stuff with not, without the idea of an audience. Mm. And I think, um, we'll see how they go go out now to an audience, but I was very much trying to go really inwards to parts of myself more, which I might not have done necessarily in some of the other work as much, because because now I was thinking, well, there's no audience, but the stuff is in me that still needs to come out. Yeah. So what's in there that needs to come out that maybe won't see an audience? I mean, it, and that's that's some of the great stuff that I've witnessed when I see stuff that blows me away. It's actually something about that um, privacy of somebody who um, has, has written something very um, internal and private and probably not thought about taking it to an audience. Mm. And then that can go two ways live because then they can come and they can be quite shy and not in, and, and it, it, live it doesn't go quite well for them. But, you know, it's a good poem. So that's where they come back and development happens and suddenly they get that confidence. But occasionally, you know, you'll get someone who's gone for something really intimate, something very private that they never thought really or had the idea of an audience as such. And and then that's what I like when I see that, that can really capture people. So uh, I'm I'm always looking for ways to change my writing up and performance mm. up as well and, and scare myself and test myself and see see what now will happen with this new batch, 
which which I've done for you today. I've done three new ones, and so it's kind of like I'm trying to I'm trying to keep keep going ahead with that that movement of it. If you know what I mean. Did you um, at any point kind of get involved with some of the online stuff that was going on? What, what, on a, yeah, there was some like virtual mm. um, slams, mm. virtual open mics. Did you, you kind of in any way get yeah. involved? In that? I mean, there are still. But. Yeah, so um, the I liked so there's I was split on this. I liked some parts of it, and I didn't like other yeah, parts. No, I mean same, standard, same. right? I liked what um, Sonny Green did with Trouble Tongues. Yeah, that that was fantastic. That was that was killer. He it just really did was. it every night, seven p.m. I mean that that is dedication, and it you know you I saw something brilliant happen there where um, I did a few of those, but you saw you saw the benefit of not being out there in the real world because you saw the connectivity of people from other countries yeah. popping in, and I thought that was something quite remarkable actually. Uh, so you know hats off to him for that, and um, I enjoyed that one. Uh, then there's the other side. <clears throat> I, some of it can get a sort of, it got a little bit, you know, just with the phone like that, it can get a little bit, um, indulgent or vain or, um, just because it, it become, it actually become written for a, maybe a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Rather than like an audience or for yourself or for, which, which was cool. But after a while, maybe I thought, right, we really need to get outdoors again now. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like some of us need to (laughs) stop black mirroring it out. Me included, by the way. The other one I didn't like was, um, that, um, because some people were telling me to do, I do a night, a separate night to poetry called Rivers Rodeo. Mm -hmm. I've only done three of them, but it's a variety night. Yeah. And, uh, it's, 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 I want to bring all art forms in into into one cascading waterfall of madness. So you, in like that, you have like drag as well, don't drag. you? Drag. Yeah. I'm wide open to stuff. You know, if if it's okay. good and it's diverse and it's different, I'm, I'm I'm happy to put it on. And there were people talking to me about you know you've got to keep that because it it just happened before lockdown and people were like you got to keep that going and do a live one and I kind of dabbled and then I started to go I just closed my eyes and kind of go do you know what right I'm not doing it because live stream does bum me out a bit there's mm. something sorry there's something about it that bums me out yeah um seeing someone go live in the room but it made me sad it just made me sad even if they were amazing which loads of people were i just sort of it's like zoom i didn't like zoom at all i fucking I, I said to a lot of my good mates i'm not doing this chat i'm going for a walk instead no offense anyone but i don't want to do another pub quiz yeah, oh my with god all these faces and that was Mate. at the start and then people were like oh it's they were a bit offended and i had to say you know i don't usually send long texts but i was like this is why i'm not because i'm already today really paranoid that you know we are just essentially going to be communicating and working like this and it's you know i was having one of those days and i thought rather than look at my mate who you know who's got this, this sunset behind him as his screen on a little square i might actually go out and see a sunset instead <laughs> right whilst i can on my little one hour exercise or whatever so i didn't enjoy that but um so i didn't bother with that because some things are meant to be physical so let's just hold hold tight and uh i took that again as another opportunity it, it felt like lots of uh, pieces were in place for me actually to go into myself more and, and write it felt like Rather than doing these shows online, I mean, I popped up on a couple, but rather than getting too sucked into that, let them, other people get on with that, what they're doing really well, like Sonny was doing, mm. and just wait and, and, and get more, get material together. That was my main, I realised that that was what this was about for me, was actually getting getting some stuff together and sharing it immediately. Yes. That was nice as well, to write and share, write and share, yeah. and not be precious, mm-hmm. um, which I would I didn't do that before. You know, I'd write and sit on it and then perform it but this again was a chance where it was just sort of like write and share it and even maybe we don't know what the quality is like we're just sharing it and there was mm. there was something nice about that as well so yeah um just quickly going back to kind of the world uh, which used to exist when there was live events so like you <laughs> kind of said that you used to kind of write and then sit on something for a little bit and then it would kind of uh, and then you would do it live yeah um what i want to know is is like the first time you do a poem mm. You've you've thought about each line and the performance bit. This is going to be flirting with the crowd. Does it does it go the way you think it does? No, I mean I've not thought about each line. Yeah, at what I'm doing when I'm writing, I'm kind of gotten an, an a, idea, a vague idea, a vague idea of sort of um, you know what might be a a moment to sort of um in, engage with someone. Mm. But um, I think my I don't really rehearse the poem too much either. Yeah. So so once it's written. And it's done. 
I kind of um, come out there and see where it goes a bit. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I like that. I mean, I do, I do love that element, and um, I always like. I've always liked that in other performers I've seen mm. is the spontaneity of, of of the live show of making some bits up and changing some bits mm. and um, uh, and breaking the, the the stuffiness or the stiffness out. Yeah, because that, that yeah, that's that's one thing I look forward to. Yeah, and it's the kind of back and forth with the crowd that I think I miss the most. And obviously, it's something you cannot replicate with an Instagram live or a Zoom, whatever. No, you don't get that kind of instant like, yeah, that was a good mm. bit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's just like validation seeking, isn't yeah. it? But 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 I I really feel like the kind of art to a good performer and the art to a good night is a two way street. With, mm. the, with the performer and the crowd, right? Yeah. And I think um, something which I want to speak about in a little bit, which is Chocolate Poetry Club, which you are, of course, a part of, um, is one of those nights which kind of really kind of does that. Mm. Okay, cool. So I want you to tell me a little bit about the second piece that we're going to hear from you, which is entitled Abandoned. Mm. So yeah, give us a little kind of preamble to this piece. Yeah, so actually this is uh, out of what we were just talking about, actually. Um, the... Uh, God. So a, a, a couple of writers and uh, filmmakers um, contacted me um, to essentially gave me 48 hours to uh, write a piece on the word. They gave me the word abandoned. And, um, and they said, yeah, you've got 48 hours to, to write something and film it and send it back over. And what they it's called the creatables. There mm-hmm. we go. So what the creatables did was they sent that word out to uh, eight different artists, and there was some were poets, some were photographers, um, some uh, one was a producer. I didn't know who was going to be involved, and I got sent that word, and I, it was a word I liked immediately. And I did actually say to them, you know, sometimes when it's collaborate collaborating with someone, I won't force it. Sometimes I just have to say no because I think with a collaboration and the way I work, it's I know straight, I don't think sometimes it's worth forcing something as well. Mm. With, with that nature of how it is, if it, it should click, you know, if you get sent a track and you hear it, you know, you know straight away at least whether it excites you enough. Yeah. And if, if it doesn't, maybe it's not that it's bad, it means it's not for you. So they maybe they sent me another word, I might have struggled with it, you know, mm-hmm. but they sent me a word that I was kind of already sort of mulling over. I liked it. Yeah, and I liked the word. So that's how this poem came about. And then I sent that to them. And, um, yeah, it came out, the final thing came out, uh, a week ago or something. It was really cool to see just, di- um, how different people think, mm. you know, you, you think that everything gets a bit repeated or samey, but actually you're surprised, you know, people, people's take on one word is so varied. That's what's <laughs> great about life and poetry. You know? Yeah, no, 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 I think you're a hundred percent right. Um, so look, I think now it's time to kind of listen to this wonderful piece then that you wrote from that experience so this is sean rivers with a wonderful piece called abandon so many things that we've abandoned as we've walked upon the earth lost so much of the soil found so much of the dirt hurt betrayal left a huge destructive trail that we pray we can reverse as we're waving at our hearse should have prayed. Regardless of what the papers say, should have prayed anyway. Shown some faith, shown some grace, wash the sin away, abandon, hate, worship, love before nature pulls the plug. We are not separate from our surroundings. We are our surroundings. So when we choose to kill ourselves inside, the outside world dies too. Be reborn while you're still alive. Don't wait to die. Enjoy this gift of life. I'm sure we'll be all right. I aligned with Mother Earth. She grabbed me by the ankles and held me upside down and said, how do you like it now? I said, please, please, please have mercy. Put me the right way around. Please. She held me higher. Put me the right way around. 
I'll, I'll never drop another bomb or a single piece of litter. I'll clear all the plastic out the ocean and I promise I'll quit smoking. She held me higher. Uh, I'll, um, what else? I'll, 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 um, held me higher, gripped on. I'll I'll put yoga on the curriculum. I'll take up Reiki healing. I'll get all the world leaders to suddenly turn vegan. I'll decentralise power. I'll make sure every child can live and breathe easily. Please just put me the right way round. She said, you are. The world is upside down. She dropped me. And I fell into the underworld. The devil sat beside me. He looked just like me. He said, can you learn to like me? I'm just like you. I've made mistakes. But inside good, there is evil. And inside evil, It was good. Only one thing can transcend it. We looked at each other and both said, So there we go. That was Sean Rivers with a wonderful piece called Abandon. Thank you so much for performing that piece, mate. That was excellent. Like that was Thank you. what a great way to kind of start. Um sorry to to have as your second piece even. Um really, really loved it. There were some amazing lines in there. I really liked the kind of the bit at the end when he said, inside good there is evil, and inside evil there is good. I think that's a really kind of like wicked message um and then i love the bit where i'll put yoga on the curriculum i'll turn the leaders vegan yeah really really funny man i like can really see your sense of humor comes through with yeah, those yeah. Kind of pieces but they probably should have yoga on the curriculum to be honest you know i said it <laughs> I you, you know yeah because yeah, let's be honest though when you're at school right you you you're immediately how you only get a few years right where you're not in the system of the idea of an exam and a job that creeps up on you at mm. what age now are you oh. told you're doing exams? You don't oh, need to... They have like the 10 plus, don't they? Yeah. Right, I mean, that is, that is basically disgusting, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it's disgusting. They should, if they have, if you're going to, look, you, you know, you can't win all these battles. If they want to do that, they should at least have a section of the day where they switch off from all that and, and do some yoga. Mm. And I said it jokingly, but I actually really do actually think it, I would actually think that I would have benefited from that myself. And I think, oh, yeah. I think, you know, letting everything go and, um, and closing your eyes and just not thinking about exams or jobs or money or things like that. You know, kids need to know that and keep hold of that because they have so much of that in them that um, we all do. Mm. And we just, it just, um, it doesn't disappear, but it lies dormant and goes and sort of shrinks. Let's say it shrinks. Yeah. Well, well I, I like think you tie up that kind of message that I that idea really really well in that piece. So yeah, thank you very much for performing that for us on Word Spoken. Um, so look, now I want to kind of uh, briefly speak about Chocolate Poetry Club, which we did just mm. mention before. But this is obviously uh, one of one of the bigger nights, or I say one of the more well known nights um, on the scene in London. It is a night which has come up on this show I think more than any others is mm-hmm. and that's mainly because it's where I've uh met most mm. of the guests that have come on mm. to the show I would say at least half mm. I met there or you know have definitely spent a lot of time with them at that night how long ago did you start getting involved with chocolate poetry club and was that you know when did it start so um Paul Point the legendary Amazing Paul Point is mm-hmm. the founder of it, and it is his creation, his baby, definitely mm-hmm. um, to start with. But it has evolved into everybody's um, baby and mm-hmm. everybody's therapy session, everybody's place where you come and see such a um, quick fire, a brilliant, intense talent. You know, um, without a stage, without a mic. Mm. That that's that's what. The room helps the fact that there's no stage on mic. That there's no um, 
it must be scary for people as well coming down for the first time you know yeah sometimes you you, you think oh there's a stage in the mic you actually get more uh, you actually relax because of that but in a way that we strip the barriers and the walls down you very people are very naked up there mm-hmm. um and that intimacy and the fact that it runs quickly and the energy makes that night um so it's I mean, i'm not very great with how exactly dates and all that but it's it's definitely been around maybe seven years something yeah, like yeah. that i mean um, if not more but um it feels like definitely it's in the last um three or f- four years it's really gone you know into the you know orbit mm. and um i came in i think i just came down to, as a performer um and, and then um you know just uh, yeah i did the um i did the a competition they did and uh they had a poem that stood out and i think they just we clicked basically mm, yeah. and um yeah they wanted a, they wanted to get some hosts in so that paul could you know h- help do more of the um behind the scenes stuff yeah. and, and and keep that side going and have a um couple of hosts in that could could sort of take the space and and bring in another flavor mm. if you like yeah it is a um really really great night i think one of the things that i quite like about it as well which is something you don't get um at other nights necessarily is you have that kind of chalkboard right at the front yeah so once everyone's kind of signed up and you got everyone in um you can kind of see where you are and that's like actually like okay cool wicked i've got two i'm like two away yeah let's kind of you know you can like mentally prepare whether sometimes some other nights you're like a little bit clueless sometimes yeah <laughs> I, I think that adds to it doesn't it yes it's it sort of um i mean it can go the other way you know you want to not be too in your head yeah but i think exactly. a little bit of that tension of seeing your name actually feeds the whole atmos- atmosphere in the room mm. a little bit you know um and then in the first half so there's a uh kind of like a crowd vote right on mm. the first half so yeah. can you tell us a little bit about how that kind of works yeah that's also i should mention that because that's a nice i think that's a nice touch it, it is i think that 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 is something quite quite unique to that night as well actually um so yeah the first half um all the performers in the first half uh, at the in, in the interval before the second half they excuse me they do a vote and the, and the the name with the most votes gets to come back the following month and do a, a featured slot mm. which i think that's a good dimension because it really is of course a little bit of that competitive edge in anything is good you know it makes sure people are bringing you know their their a game but besides that as well not just that I want the the guest spot. What it what it does is actually keeps this continuity of of um, of growth and um, and you know also the open fairness of sort of turning up maybe and just nailing it, not having all these other things behind you and yeah. all these other followers or whatever. You've got you've come down and you know it is open like that. Mm. So I think see, seeing it, keeping it in house and bringing that back. You know, you're actually starting careers. You yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. You're starting. You, you potentially are giving the careers a careers a lift up. Yeah, the ladder. No, you know, you're um, right. And and I think one of the other things is like the even even people that maybe it's their first time ever doing it. Like the standard always seems to be really high. And I think that kind of comes off potentially that kind of atmosphere in the room really pushes people to their best. Mm. I think you kind of go up there with a lot of confidence because you know that the crowd are up for it, right? Yeah. It's a very rowdy, it's, raucous it's, environment. Yeah, but a supportive one. And it's very supportive. supportive. So it's rowdy and energetic, but very supportive as well. For sure. And that, sure. that again, is another unique thing, I think. Uh, and I think that, yeah, that's, that is, that's a very good point. That's, that's one of the things I like about it, is the energy's there and it's rowdy and it's raucous, but the support is there mm. for, for people to um, maybe mess up a bit or, you know, not get it quite right and we hold the attention and we hold the space for people to to come back from that yeah um yeah is there is there any hope in the near future of open mics coming back yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i think yeah definitely but, but, but um so they can come back yeah. right what people don't, they, they can because you can't go to the we, pub now yeah yeah, yeah. so um as much as i so what i know because i do work in a pub and yeah. and then obviously i'm still um looking at what's going on with live events things like that it's fair to say that big high profile live events with um, crowds and all that ain't going to happen yeah. anytime soon but 
And here's where we have to get it right, though, because just because we're allowed back doesn't necessarily mean we should do it, mm-hmm. right? Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So um, what I can say at this point without um, sort of um, getting people's hopes up or maybe giving misinformation is um, we're, we had a chance to bring it back, but with low, lower capacity and a higher price of entry, mm-hmm. which we don't want to do, obviously. Yeah. Why would we want lower capacity and charge more? Mm. when we've already established a night of it was getting, I mean, it was peaking out the space. It, oh, the yeah, final few, sure. there was probably too many <laughs> there. It was, you know, it was that, that tipping point where the space may not be suitable anymore, which is great. Yeah. So why go backwards? And also, you know, charging too much. So, so because of, because of the situation. So, so that's not going to happen. However, in the past week or so, and I still need to speak with uh, Paul and stuff, but it looks like we, we're allowed now to sort of, sort of stretch the numbers out. So from rather than like 20, it's getting to 50. 50 looks a bit more healthy. Mm. So we're, we're not in a rush, but we are not being lazy or complacent. Yeah. We want it back. But some people are worried about the health as well. So we need to make sure we're doing everything right, but still pushing boundaries and taking risks at the same time. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that at the minute, but it will be coming back sooner than you think. Don't worry. Wicked. Yeah. Well, that is great news because, yeah. like, for one, cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool, man. So, look, now we've come to the part of the show, right, which I like to call the 155 Challenge, oh, I'm right? I'm excited by this. Are you yeah. excited? I am. Are you ready for this? I am, I think so. So, um, I've got some kind of, like, sexy jingles, which um, I'm sexy really proud jingles. of. jingles. So, yeah. You mate. made these? Yeah, man. I'm, wow. This is a 360 gig oh. over here. So, um, are you ready for the 155 challenge? I'm ready for a sexy jingle. Okay, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. That is sexy, I've got to say. So, that it is, is, isn't it? The scribbling, the scribbling. The scribbling, mate. There's a lot of thought that went into this, mate. <laughs> I like it, man. Okay, so the 155 is the part of the show where we challenge our guests to a quick fire free write. Okay. The rules are as follow. You must pick one word out of that box mm-hmm. and write a short piece about that word. Mm-hmm. You have one minute 55 to complete this task, after which you solemnly swear to read it out loud. Okay. Do you solemnly swear to read it out loud, mate? I solemnly fucking swear <laughs> all the time. Okay, wicked. So there's one other element to this, and this is kind of more directed towards the listeners of the show, is that you have a chance to take part in this as well. So grab a pen, grab a um uh, piece of paper or use your phone we're going to do a countdown in a short little bit of 1 minute 55 first of all we're going to put the word out the box but if you send your entries to word spoken podcast if you dm them to me what i'm going to do is we'll have a winner and you will get the chance to win one of these mugs a word spoken mug so i say don't be a mug win a mug nice there's a phrase for you wow. <laughs> okay so look are you, um, are, you uh, are you mugging me off mate are you mugging me off <laughs> Mug puns. <laughs> okay, so do you want to grab that little box there with the word spoken sticker on there, mate? This one, Give yeah. it a good old shake. We're just going to pick out the word now. Give it a nice old shake. And whenever you're ready, take that lovely lid off and uh, let's see. Tell me to take my lid off. Is. I'm telling you to take your lid off. Okay, so he's going through the box now. Got Here it. Go. I've not we... seen it yet, but I've got it. Okay. Kadong. <laughs> Kadong. That was yes. Yeah, right. don't worry. That's fine. Okay, cool. So. Can you read out the words that you have in front of you, Sean Rivers? Puddle. Puddle. Okay, so there we go. The word we have is puddle. Yeah. So people listening at home, get ready, get thinking. We're talking puddle, mate. You, you have a pen there? Uh, I'm going to freestyle it. You're going to freestyle yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One minute. I mean, it's better to go with the energy of the word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're going to have one minute 55 to prepare then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's one of those ones where it's just such a quick, spontaneous thing. I'd rather just throw myself out there and see what okay, comes. Okay. Just could be funnier. Do, do you know what? So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what I want you to do is we're going to start the countdown now. So, everyone listening at home, you've got one minute 55 to write your piece. Your time starts. One, five, five. Am I going now? No. Oh, they're, they're scribbling so, away. They're, they're oh, I'm supposed to be away. scribbling. Oh, okay, You're let me just. I'll just do a little drawing. Yeah, he's trying to break I, the rules here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know me. You know. You know what? Whilst we're um, whilst we're kind of doing this, you'll write in your lovely thing down there, um, and uh, I can tell you a little fact about puddles. Yes. Like, that in the world um, puddle championship, yeah, which happens every year, world puddle jumping. Sorry, there's championship. A, there's a, 
sport yeah, of puddles. There's a sport of jumping in. Of course there is, yeah. Jumping in puddles. Um, they have banned fizzy drinks because um, it's believed to give the competitors an advantage. That is a true fact. That, that yeah. That would it's make held sense. In, it's held in Kettering in, in, in the UK. Because the energy from the fizz pop. Yeah. So there you go. There's yeah. a, I don't know, maybe that will help out on your little prompt. So you guys listen at home, we've got, we're coming up to just under halfway. So this is getting quite tense. Can you hear that music? It's getting man? tense. You were trying to do to me. Can you feel that energy? It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? I love, I, I love as well. Right? So I literally gave him a, a, a pad and a pen. And what he's written in massive letters is the word... Puddle. Because this is like school. When they made me try and sit down and do work, I was like, fuck you, I'll tell you what. You're lucky I haven't drawn a penis on it. <laughs> There's still time. There is still time. The countdown is coming. You know what? I I think you're going to absolutely smash this. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, I really do. So just a quick reminder, you're listening at home. You've got to send me in whatever answer you come up with. And what I'm going to do is post the winning piece and you'll win your very own word spoken mug so make sure you do that the time is coming up we've got 10 seconds left it is intense right wow <laughs> five five four four three three two one put down your pens put down your pens you never picked yours up you just do a puddle with a lovely penis on the end <laughs> puddle penis puddle penis right okay so I feel like you're ready. For, you were born ready for this challenge, mate. This isn't even a challenge, mate. This is it just is. whatever. Okay, so let's hear Sean's um, entry for the 155 challenge with the word puddle. For the 155 challenge, don't let the fizz pop stop your flip flops when you jump in the puddle up, down, up, hubble and bubble. Don't get in a kerfuffle because I'm just looking for trouble, even though trouble, trouble just follows me. Don't get my fucking jeans muddy. It's puddles of blood. Unleash the phoenix from the flames every single night. I say your fucking name over and over and over again. It starts to sound the same. Everything looks black and white. Do you know what? I'm done. I dropped the mic. Oh. <laughs> wow. There we go. There you go, mate. Well done, man. That Puddle. was fantastic. Put it there. <laughs> Bit of freestyling tonight. <laughs> well done, mate. Well, look, thank you for playing the 155 Challenge. I, I like hope, that. I hope you enjoyed that, man. Yeah, I, I feel you were born for that. I like the you 155 Challenge, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, just remind everyone at home, send them into Word Spoken Podcast in the DM and you'll win a mug and I'll post your winning piece up on Instagram. Isn't that fun? Okay, cool. So um, the other thing I want to chat to you about is your book. You have a poetry book yourself and we actually have it on the desk right in front of us, I do believe, if it's uh, unless it's run away in like a, in a, so in a, a fight or flight. It's... it's- a bit moist because it's so hot in here. <laughs> After those jingles, it's all got a bit um, steaming. And kind of tense music yeah. has made things a bit intense. Um, so tell us a little bit about this book. When did you write it and what's the kind of mission? Here? Twisted and Chewed. Mm-hmm. So um, it is essentially, um, it came out in 2018, a couple of years ago now. And um, it's very autobiographical, semi-autobiographical, give or take some bits and pieces that, you know, um, and it charts my sort of few years in London, really, from um, Mm. uh, a little bit um, sort of Manchester, some of the earlier clubbing stuff, um, but that is something I'm still doing anyway. So, yeah, it's it's my time in London and the, um, the euphoria of a new city, the despair of a new city, the um, uh, danger of a new city, the reality of a new city, um, the loves that come and go, and, yeah, Mm. endless blow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that, and and endless blow. (laughs) There's always blow around. (laughs) Love it. Um, Can you tell us the story you've told me before this about the kind of picture you've got in there? I, I like, thought this was a really cool thing. Oh, yeah, so... So There's some artwork. Yeah, so um, uh, so my friend uh, came to, I mean, she was a new friend and came to a few of the shows and really identified and liked the poetry and hadn't known her too long. And she had sort of really absorbed them and actually knew one of the poems better than me because mm. it's one that I struggled to remember. And she just remembered, I thought that's, I found that quite um, inspiring. And um, I liked that somebody had, had, had absorbed the poetry in, in that way. 
And anyway, um, when uh, the opportunity for the book to came, came about, I was thinking, right, well, what do I do about imagery? Because I, I do like imagery. Um, and I think it's, if you get it right, it can it can just be the sort of icing on the on the cake of mm-hmm. something. It, I didn't want too much, but I wanted a few bits, sort of. And um, so I sent uh, Nicole Bailey the uh, manuscript, the rough manuscript, to to draw something for. I said, pick a poem and draw something or, or whatever. And I mean, I didn't expect what too much, but what came back, I was very very happy with and this came back mm. and it was a representation of the whole world of the book which i found interesting yeah rather than one poem she thought that that rep- represented um the whole uh, book it is it is it is really amazing us so just for the people that are listening and not watching us on youtube there's there's kind of an eye there's like I can't put it into words, can I? I'm going to do this really bad justice. But no. you've also got the tattoo of it yeah, on your arm. Yeah. So if you want to see what it looks like, look at Sean's arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just, but it's wicked. Yeah, well, I thought that that was... I was I was looking for a new tattoo anyway, and I thought that that would be a nice... Why not kill two birds with one stone? Yeah, and I, I just thought that it would be great to um, mark that moment, that period of, of, this, of the writing and stuff like that. Where can yeah. people get it? Is it is it available on online? Yeah, so you can get it at londonpoetrybooks.com or you can still get it on Amazon or um, Waterstones. Um, so yeah, but I would say um, London Poetry Books is, so it came out is with, the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Is the way to go with it, yeah. Okay, cool, mate. So look, um, tell us about the third and final piece that we're going to hear from you today. Yeah, so today I've done um, three new poems which are not in this book Mm -hmm. and i am going to make an effort now after this period to be performing new work a lot more just yeah just just not resting on i perform these a lot and i want people to buy it and i want people to and i'm not saying never but i've got to look at um shaping up the next period of myself as a writer and a human as well and and that growth needs to the danger and the growth of new poetry so the next one is called drip drip mm-hmm. uh which was written right at the very end of 2019 like like um uh, christmas actually no it was sorry it was written when the election was going on okay that's that's exactly when it was written Quite a tense moment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it was written while well, that shit was happening and finished it on like election night and it, it's it's sort of it's not about that but it, it um it definitely fueled it so uh yeah it's a it's yeah it's a it's came out at the end of 2019 it's called drip drip well, look, I think this is a wonderful piece, mate. I, I really, really do. So I can't wait for everyone to hear it. This is Sean's third and final piece that he's going to perform for us on Word Spoken, and it is entitled Drip, Drip. Drip, 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 Drip. Before it all burns, surely it will melt. The top of your nose... Down the back of your throat, choke, 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 choke. Is it fair trade coke? Is it fair trade? (sighs) Healthcare, libraries, schools and housing up in smoke, 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 collapsing, broken, covered up with cheap cladding. Where's the genie from Aladdin? It's probably laughing in the shadows. As bodies dangle and then drip, drip, drip out the window, no more heroes in 2019. We still couldn't feed every single human being. In 2020, is there still plenty of time for a drip? There hasn't dropped ash on the ground from an Icelandic cloud. At least your skin looks nice and brown. Black Friday comes to town. Did you click on Amazon in time? To buy your Amazon Fire tablet? To watch the Amazon decline on Amazon Prime? Amazon Smile? Amazon Smile? Another wildfire in Australia, California? The apocalypse looks gorgeous on my iPhone.
Iconic. 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 Ironic. Ironic. Absolutely moronic. Scroll, 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 scroll in full zombie mode. Icon. I con. I con everyone. For the benefit of the chosen few who think they'll end up on the moon. Where's Jesus when you need him? He's posing for selfies with the wealthy, comfortable and carefree in an elitist playground whilst we're stuck on a never-ending roundabout. Them lot laugh and do hopscotch whilst they hang me from the monkey bars and watch my foreign blood drip, drip, drip down your magic money slide. How do you sleep at night when 85 people own three Point five billion lives. It's not sick. It's not lit. It's shit. Here come the floods. Where's Noah when you need him? Hmm? Where is he? He's pulling plastic out the crying ocean. Fishes floating. Close your eyes, look away. Close your eyes and pray. God, Calm my fever with some gin and fever. Where's the trees? I'm on my knees. I'm desperately planting seeds, but wherefore art thou trees? I want unlimited data and five G's. Hang on. Where's the bees? I need honey for this sore throat. Is it fair trade coke? Is it fair trade coke? Is it one big joke? No more shits to give, no more drips to drop. Try and stop the thunder, lightning storms hit the north, south, east and sent me west. I can feel it in my chest. The earth stops spinning. Will we burn slow or really quick? My only wish is that my corpse looks sick on Insta. Stick a filter. On my coffin picture, cover up the blisters. Amen, so-called brothers and sisters. So there we go. That was Sean Rivers with Drip Drip. Thank you so much for blessing up with with that piece, mate. That was that was exceptional. That was uh, there's so much to unpack in that, and yeah. so many kind of references and kind of commentary on our modern world that I just really really like. There was kind of a few that kind of jumped out. You know that bit when you go, hang on, where are the bees? <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. I just think you kind of portray that really well, and then stick a filter on my coffin picture. You yeah. know, I, I just think you. Um, do kind of give quite a kind of funny um, comment on the state of things right yeah. now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. think you achieved... Sorry, just come to the mic so, a little yeah. bit. Um, I think you achieved that really well. So, yeah, thank Thanks. you for performing that first um, that last piece. So, my kind of... We're kind of getting to the end of the show here, man. Oh. One of the questions I want to ask is where... So, we've obviously heard three pieces from you. Mm. Um, where do you feel your inspiration comes mm. from when you're writing? So it's a funny question that that you get asked, and I think you know there's sort of mixed, obvious answers, but I don't know. I, I think what I can say is I don't know where is a funny one to say, but how and how you grasp it is more important. Mm. So inspiration is coming from everywhere. I mean, it's coming from literally all over the place, right? If you're open to it, and so it's about allowing it in, and when it comes, something coming, a feeling coming harnessing it quickly and acting on it so it could be a film you just watched it could be something someone's just said in the park it could be a song it could be um any of those things and more right but it's it's sort of if it's something flares up it's 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 going with that and that's where i think it matters is when something rises in you is being able to sort of catch it you know and and not let it go or be lazy or or not um, be proud that inspiration sit you and think, you know, just, so if something comes across to you, 
getting hold of it and running with it. So I don't know where it comes from. It comes from loads of different places, mm. um, some more clear than others, but they always forget where it comes from. But I just remember the moment of going, something's happening here to, to my feelings, to my brain, and I need to just sort of get it out. Yeah. Go, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I'd say, yeah. Nice, mate. Okay, well, talking of inspiration, we've mm. got a final little bit, um, a little segment I like to call Eyes and Ears. Mm. So... Um, could you tell us your eyes and ears? So, wait a minute. We're going to start off with... Sorry, let me just get my little... You have to hear, hear my jingle, mate. I've worked a very long time Your jingles? You ready? By the eyes way, you're brilliant. Love it. Love it. Eyes and ears. Okay, that's for you. <laughs> right, so Eyes and Ears is the part of the show where our guest gives us a recommendation. On a serious note, they're really good. They're really good. That oh, one, thanks, Yeah, mate. seriously, on a serious note. So? Yeah. I've been working on them. Really that good. was my lovely friend Matt on the vocals. I thought he did a good job. Did there, you do he? the music for him? Yeah, well, I just mixed those. Of stuff. I like him, man. They're really yeah, good, yeah. There you go. So, look, Eyes and Ears uh, is a part of the show where we get a recommendation from our guests, something for our eyes and something for our ears. So let's start off with our eyes. What have you got for us, Sean? So, for the eyes, I thought, I gave this a little bit more thought than I usually when I thought, um, rather than doing something like, here's my favourite uh, poet and here's their poetry book, or here's my favourite novel, I thought um, of taking a slightly different angle with it. So, um, the reason I chose this book, which I'll mention in a minute, is mm-hmm. because I've read it twice now. And um, it was, it, and, and I'm glad I read it twice. I'm glad I came back to it. And it was the perfect time with what's gone on to read it again. So um, it's by Ram Das. It's called Be Here Now. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that the way it's helped me at two different periods in my life, and probably a third or a fourth or a fifth, who knows, but maybe um, if somebody else is in a place where they are, um, Looking for, and I, I don't, I don't do. So it's, it's not a self help book. It's far from it, but it is definitely a transformation book, or a perspective changer book, and a spirituality book. And if with everything that's going on in the world, uh, there's always stuff going on, right? But particularly this period of time, I think um, getting back to that yoga and the curriculum thing, I think it's important for people to really go inwards, go into. Go inside, stay mm. inside, you know, save, save, you know, that, that thing, which is so horrible. Outside, stay outside. Yeah, yeah, that thing, maybe flip it and go, actually, whoa, give it the deepness that it hasn't got when it's said by them. Yeah. Right. And um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, a book about um, uh, Ram Dass's experiences in, 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 in his life in America, in India, and him getting into meditation and also seeing the, the beauty and deepness uh, of being in the present moment, mm. being in the present moment. That's the main thing from this book is staying present. And um, we, we, we need to do that. We need to put the laptop down. We need to put the phone down. We need to do all those things and and essentially, you know, see, not be above what's going on or be um, desensitized to it, the opposite, but see beyond it as well. So see it and recognize it and help out and get engaged and, 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 and all those th- all those things, but also go a little even further than that reality of what's going on, and and come into uh, a more um, a higher higher consciousness mm. spiritual form. And what it, what's good about this book is it's not it's uh, it's a good starting point. So it's it's very it's beautiful book, very simplified. Um, oh wow! Yeah. The artwork's incredible, and some of the pages have only got a few phrases on. But um, read it read it slowly. And allow each page to embed in, you know, and, mm. and sit on that, and 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 don't read it too quickly. And and it, you know, if you're not distracted, and you can really give to it. But one thing I will say is, this book is pointless unless you do want to transform me a little bit. You go, you, you couldn't just read it like um, you could read a novel and not really be know too much about it. Or you could just read it and give it a chance. This one, I'd say, it's pointless unless you're at a point where you're actually looking to rediscover some things and change a few things. Um, and it's but it's done in a in a, in a cool way, yeah. yeah. So that's that's why I, I that. thought that. There we go. Know. Ram Das, be here now. I yeah, it's a great recommendation. I think one of the things I've kind of noticed, obviously, with the past few months, is it feels a little bit like time has slowed down. 
like it was very high everyone was quick. living like definitely in london yeah. was living a very high high fast-paced <sighs> life right non-stop yeah um and time goes very quickly when you're busy right and then yeah. suddenly you've got all the time in the world um but you can't find a minute <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah you know it's, it's time kind of slows slows down yeah yeah and i think you know may, a chance a for something chance. like that yeah, yeah. that's why I, that's why i brought Love that in that. today okay cool and then for our ears for recommendation ears, for our ears. yeah so again i'm going off um i'm trying to keep it very um recent you know mm-hmm. i could could say listen to this album that changed my life when i was a teenager but i mean you know no one wants to know no one wants to know. <laughs> but um, yeah britney spears no but um <laughs> The Bang one of <laughs> black the blackout album was good. Nah, yeah, no, that was a great yeah, piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, for the is is um, uh, a podcast episode. It's very famous, doing really well. Uh, Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of it. Yeah, I love it. he's he's amazing, right? Is um, what he's done with that show is is so just so now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though it is, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing that because I sometimes get worried that we're we only want art that's 30 seconds, 50 seconds, one minute, instant, instant Instagram, you know, and it's moved on and it's sort of, but this is, is actually uh, not just his show, but people really into podcasts and actually being really able to have three hours or something. Yes, and it goes and, on for ages. And and also one of the things I really like about it, it's actually something I'm actually trying to do with this one, is there's there's zero edits, right? So you just kind of see the conversations as, as they happens. are. You literally, you see them turn on the mic and it's go, better. right, are we rolling? It's better. It's, it's better. very real. It's a it's real... real honest conversation yeah um and it's deep. people connect when we're not getting it elsewhere as well are we? wait so i really don't know which episode it is. yeah yeah well yeah i know but i i, I mean that's i love that that's your same yeah, as I me i mean agree. I, it helped i watched a lot in, in london but the one i've gone for is again and i've been applying it to to my life before i watched it and definitely cranked it up a bit since i watched it so it's paul stamet mm-hmm. the first episode he did second one's okay but the first one's amazing. Okay. Um, he's a my um, um, mycologist, studies mycology, mushrooms, um, the whole spectrum of mushrooms. He's the man. He's the mushroom man. Um, psychedelic ones, uh, non-psychedelic ones, poisonous ones, anything. And, and, it, and it, it blew my mind because there's some stuff I knew and some stuff I had no idea about. And um, it's if, you, if you're into... Um, if, if you're into mushrooms at the minute or, or un- intrigued by what they can do for your health, for the environment, for your consciousness, um, for fashion, for, for clothing, um, check that out. It's funny as well. Mm-hmm. There's some funny stories in there. And um, it, yeah, it blew my mind and um, yeah, it, it inspired me a lot. And I think it's something that people should know about. Because, yeah, they're amazing, amazing, amazing things. Yeah. Mate, I absolutely love that. I um, Have you seen that episode? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. great, you know? I have. I, honestly, I um, I consume so much Joe Rogan. I mean, he puts out a lot, right? Yeah. But I consume a lot. Um, I, I, do you know, I, I don't know if I've watched the whole thing, but, you know, they've got the other YouTube channel called Joe Rogan Clips, right? So yeah. they do, like, little they chunk them down a bit. So I've, like, I've like, I know the man you're speaking of, yeah. but I don't know, but I would definitely go it, away yeah. and listen to the full yeah. thing, man. I really like that. Yeah. Do you know what? The one recently I've been obsessed with by Joe Rogan um, on, on, on the same shows with Brian Cox. Yeah, I oh saw that one. I said, brilliant. God. That's brilliant. Brilliant because he was able to... Um, incredible. He was... He's great on his programmes, but it was nice to get him in a relaxed situation. And he was very relaxed and he was... And, um, being able to speak um, very philosophically and very deeply, but in a really simple, super simple, simple you can simple understand way. what he's going yeah. on about. He's going on about how like black holes and yeah. like all this crazy stuff, but you understand it. Yeah, I love it. I think that's what yeah Joe Rogan does. So th- those are two great recommendations. So we've got Ram Das be here now. Ram, sorry, Ram Das. Ram Das. Ram Das be here now, and um, the Joe Rogan episode with Paul Stamet. Yeah. So look, um, the final question on word spoken is what's your plan for the future man so this is this is i always end the show with this question i guess perhaps in this time it's one of the perhaps hardest questions to answer because the future is so uncertain <laughs> but yeah well what do you plan for the future with your with your spoken word with your poetry yeah well again i'm not a big um i don't focus too much on that You're which we present yeah stay like in that. the present i'm, I'm, I'm with don't, you don't yes yeah, stay here but ha- have a um I've definitely am aware that you need to have a little bit of a, a, a plan 
you know, you know, not not to this, 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 and get so blinded on it, but definitely be um, sort of um, watering, you know, the, the plant, so to speak. But my plan for the future is is essentially the same plan that's in the present, because then the future will materialize out of of that, which is stay, keep writing as much as possible, don't get too concerned with where it's going, keep it as honest and as direct and as simple as I can keep absorbing new material, keep connecting with people and keep having a laugh at it all and don't lose your soul because of what's going on. Make sure you keep that well watered as well. That's it. That is a lovely message <laughs> to finish this episode on. Well, look, one final thing we need to do as well is remind people where they can follow you on the socially sapping uh, medium of Instagram. <laughs> you know, we love it, but but we hate it. Where yeah. where can they follow you? The online vampires can find me Rivers SR One. Cool. I always thought it'd be cool to sound like a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the vampires, dig your teeth into that one. Look, mate, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've had three amazing, amazing pieces. We've had flesh, we've had abandoned, and we've had drip drip we've had two great recommendations there we had a silly little uh 155 all about puddles which drew a lovely penis i have to say <laughs> mine's much bigger though <laughs> that's more of a that chode. chode i heard that. that the chode's more that is i hope yours isn't anyway uh look mate honestly it's been an absolute pleasure this has been the first episode of season two i cannot wait for all the other ones that are coming up a massive thank you to you mate you've absolutely smashed it thank you thanks for uh, helping me kick this season off and we will see you all next week yeah yeah. Cheers. See ya.